bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater. My name is Jeff, and I play Jer Lan. My name is Aaron, and I play Sam Faluge. This is Giant, and I play Chime North. This is Jeremy playing Julian Illix. And I'm Jordan, and I am the Game Master. Previously, when we were last with our main characters, we had uh, quite an explosive episode. Explosive <laughs> uh, see what you did. Yeah. First off, Chime got kidnapped. Yep. By Chover. <laughs> best brother ever. And then threatened by his children. Yep. So, and then... His, air quotes children yeah the children he had with him kind of like um how dracula has those women who hang out with him all the time yeah. his wives his consorts yeah or has children that's, the old children. that's a creepy way to compare that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's just what came to mind also we found out a little bit more about jerland's abilities his, his, well, his beast abil- mode his abilities and also his past yeah. At the very oh, beginning, yeah. at the very yeah. beginning, there were three photographs that showed him, and news articles that showed him in different points of history. You guys, you found out that Chime was was taken, if I remember correctly. No, we no. found out Chime disappeared. We don't. Know, we never knew that he was taken. We right. tried to find him. Yeah, but you found yourselves down in the sewers, uh-huh. going around, and you came across Choler and Abel. Right. And Abel was being trained in Earth, Earth stuff. stuff. Then I promised to teach him what he wants to know. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, oh yeah. man, that made me so uncomfortable when that happened. <laughs> yes. Because he wanted to stick, stick with uh, Choler, because Choler was teaching him how to dismember and kill. If I remember correctly, Abel was returned to Gaspar while Gaspar was in the hospital. Yes. yes. Abel really didn't want to see his father. Yeah. But he was convinced through Sam's promises. And that's where those characters left off, staring out the window at the destruction that they could see from across the city. The dis- the destruction that was caused when Jerilan had a bit of a standoff <laughs> with Choler. And I threw him off on the ledge. He came to and just set everything ablaze. Igniting the GX-35. Yep. And you had to escape through the rest of the sewers. Well, escape is a funny yeah, way to yeah, escape it. Yeah, <laughs> It was uh, survive being shot through the water like a cannon. <laughs> but you managed. I did. I'm the ceiling. It was pretty touch and go. I, I'm just like, I picture Literally. just like, touch the wall and keep You're going. in the street and you see manhole covers popping up in the air one after another, mm. and then all of a sudden you see a body shoot out one. <laughs> <laughs> Arms just flailing. Didn't like quite happen like that, but that would have been hilarious. <laughs> That's how yeah. I pictured it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that all happened. So where do you all want to start? Well, we got Jared climbing out of the sewer. We got Chime heading back to base. We've got Sam, Julian, and 
and Abel Gaspar in the hospital. Yeah, Julian is not wanting to risk being caught past curfew. If you recall, he was trying to sneak his way as best he could to get here. So he may just stay put and head in back into Gaspar's room to okay. have a chit-chat, relay information, nothing specific. Okay. It's still business. As you all are talking, you hear a alert go over the loudspeaker of the hospital. May I have your attention, please? Effective immediately, the entire city is on full quarantine protocols. You are to remain where you are. If you are found outside of your current location or your appointed home, you will be arrested for the council. For the council. So you were there? Is it, is it, well, so you went back to the room. I was kind of standing outside the room. Okay. I didn't so go I hear from it. I'll wait for the council. <laughs> is this early, early, early morning or is this late, late, late night? This was like, it was like 3 a.m. Okay. That's, that's what I thought there. it was. That's how I was. Yeah. So early morning. Okay. Right now, he's not where he's supposed to be. So if he stays there, it's going to be pretty clear that he wasn't where he was supposed to be. In terms of standard protocols? Yeah. So he's thinking he kind of has to to make it back to his place somehow. Pierre's thinking the same thing. He needs to make it back to the fire station somehow. I mean, you you probably didn't even hear that announcement. I mean, you're on the street. No, was he it? would be thinking that anyway. I imagine that's a, a citywide is broadcast. It, yeah, citywide broadcast. Or is Are there it? speakers in, ever in the street? Oh, can't you imagine there be speakers all over the place in a place like this? Yeah, you think of I'm thinking like 1984, how they have the the, the, uh-huh. the loudspeakers in different locations to announce. Yeah. Oh my, that's gosh. exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, so you could hear this everywhere within the city. Because it'll get even creepier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Julian is actually going to try and make it back, but before he says before he leaves, he's going to say that to Gaspar, to Sam, as well as like look, Sam. You and I are really not supposed to be here at this moment, which means if we stay here, we might be arrested anyway. We kind of well, have to make it back to where we should have been at this hour. Sam has other business and needs to stay there. You say this? No. Okay. I thank you for the uh, the information. Okay. My companion and I have business here. Okay. Considering what we're working on, depending on how long this lockdown lasts, we may need to try and meet up somewhere to continue our business. I know where you live. Do you want me to come find you later? (laughs) (laughs) We'll deal with that later. So is that where you would like me to find you? If we have not met up in 48 hours. 48 hours from now, if we have not met up, I will come to your place. Okay. All right. So Julian ducks out of the room, and then is going to try and sneak his way back to his place. You're going to go ahead and t- try and sneak it. He sneak, sneak, sneak. Your I've way got to. Okay. Too bad you're not Batman. That was not Grayson. Oof. Could have been worse. I got ten. Uh, that's not quite enough. We're, we're thinking this is going to be at least a moderate difficulty because of the enhanced curfew. Julian is definitely not wanting to get caught, so he's going to just throw a fake point on it. Okay. Just sprinkle a fake point on it. A little bit of fake. Oh, hold on. No, no, no. That's backwards. I was thinking mini six. Yeah. So you want to use a character I point. I have to use a character point. Yeah. Right. Fake point doubles my dice before. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
I got a three. That's thirteen. I'm gonna use the second one. Uh, it's sixteen. All right, I got it. You got it. He makes it all the way back. Sure. Okay. And you're dodging down dark alleys. You're, you know, going through like uh, underneath bridges and like going through canals and stuff like that. Keeping an eye for security cameras. Yeah. And the smell of chlorine is just. It's well, reeking through it's, the whole city. It's, I don't think we get the whole city because it's pretty big city. Right. This whole area here, definitely. Yeah, okay. uh-huh. There's still water everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Now, as he's going, he's noticed that the water has spilled out. Does it appear to be low in the aqua rail? Yeah, because it's all been rushing out to where the breach was. Okay. Until they got it shut, the gate to shut up. Yeah. I can tell you that how I would design this system... There'd be everywhere there's a station, there, there'd a be a, a lock on either side of the station. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, essentially, that's where it was, and that's... Yeah. So, and I mean, uh, the previous episode, uh, when Joseph was saying, number one, number one, yeah. that's what he was trying to shut off. Yeah. 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 To contain it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but so I'm saying if this was the one exploded, your shutoffs would be at either end of this. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So it takes you a lot longer than you would normally... Take to get home. By the time you get home, it's close to to seven in the morning. Yeah, it's just a long time. Think about it. There's n- you are trekking it halfway across the city. That is true. And there is no public transit. There is no public transit. That is true. Yeah. Normally, you would take the rail, and the rail shut down. Yeah. Okay. This is a level one catastrophe. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Question in the citywide lockdown. Uh huh. Because we established before that. There are the modes, whether it is they dim the lights for daytime, they, mm-hmm. or does it stay yeah. dimmed, or does it... There's a reddish hue to the lights now. But is it, since it's now it's like almost seven, is it like day mode, but reddish hue, yes. or is it still night mode, but reddish hue? It's day mode red. Okay. There's somebody else that's sneaking through the city. Let's go ahead and talk to Jerland. At least getting to somewhere where I can dry off. Yeah. You have managed to climb out of the sewers. You're, what, in the lower southern section of the city? Southwest. 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 You came out by the waste treatment plant. Right. And um, flights are low cost. You get peanuts, but you have to pick where you sit. (laughs) (laughs) And also, you're in the last wave to get seated. So. (laughs) I guess I don't really have to sneak and He's an emergency emergency person. He he has a uh, less restricted curfew. He really, doesn't, he really doesn't have to sneak. Go ahead and make me a roll uh, for presents. You're going to be looking through your pockets to see if you still have all your identification. You got a 11. Okay. By some miracle, your wallet did not get washed out with your ID card that says that you can traipse around the city narrowly. So I'm actually going to head back towards where the explosion happened to see okay. if I can... Help out, exhausted as I am. Okay, that's going to take you a while to get across. Yep. So it's like, what, three-ish in the morning, we said? Uh-huh. It probably... Or at least get to to near to where another firehouse or... Yeah, it can't be just one firehouse. Right, 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 right. So you are able to get to a local firehouse. Not, not a big deal. Yeah. It's pretty empty because everybody has gone to respond to the emergency. Mm-hmm. You could use their radio system to try and triangulate where they are. Base. You can contact your base, see what you should do. That's probably what I'm going to do is, is contact uh, the central station at and see where 
what they would have me do. Okay. So they tell you to go ahead and report back to your to your main station house. All right. Um, because they are having people like being evacuated to like fire stations as like a, a, a shelter place. Mm-hmm. So they need all hands, as many hands as they can yeah. get to there as well. So you're not doing much good here in this place where everybody has gone to take care of the problem, but you could be of help at your own station. All right. The uh, aqua rail is out, though, so it'll be a while before I get back. All right. So that leaves us with Chime, because I'm sure you're going to do something horrible. and we're not, going to <laughs> not, <do> yet. <laughs> not yet. Not <laughs> yet. For the yet. record, he said not yet. Uh, we're heading back to the base so I could be arrested there, because all my uh, arrestees have been uh, otherwise occupied or killed. Yeah, they're they're busy doing fire things. A lot of them yeah. died, but I guess once we get to the base, mm-hmm. this entire time I've been very cooperative, turning myself in. Right. They're still going to get you logged into the system. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, you know, prints, photos, they even make you strip and to see any identifying marks. And uh, I guess I sit and wait for my interrogator. They give you a cup of water. That's nice of them. It's a few hours. Okay. I probably doze off while I'm waiting. So, your interrogator, who's a major, comes in. The one that I know? Yeah. Uh, looks like they're a member of the military police. Well, yeah. That makes sense. He's got a huge folder of materials, and he pulls out one of the folders, and he starts going through it, just flipping through. Mm-hmm. And you can see, it's obscured a little bit by his arm, but you can see that it has your your military portrait on the cover. And he's essentially looking at your jacket. And he drops the book onto the table. And he pulls out a chair and it scrapes across the, the floor. <laughs> the rough concrete floor. And he settles himself in. How much of your water has he, have you drunk? I just a couple sips. He reaches out his finger and he touches the glass and it fulls up to the brim. It's not where it's going. No. <laughs> I thought that was, I thought it was going somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, so did I. <laughs> so, okay. And then he picks up the glass and he, he drains it and he sets it down. Before it hits the table, the glass is full again. <laughs> so, Lieutenant. Yes, sir. Would you mind telling me what you were doing outside of the base? Outside of your quarters during curfew. Well, the reason I was outside of any of those places during curfew is because I was escaping from being captive. Being captive. He opens another file. And he starts just taking notes. And I uh, start to explain that during normal daylight hours when allowed to be out and about, I was abducted and didn't know who at first. And when I awoke... It was my brother, Toller, who I came to learn was working for the terrorist organization. And I lay out what exactly what happened. Okay. Did you tell them about Aelin? Yes. I had already said that to the first responders. So I'm not trying to hide any of it. Diddly. You're hiding nothing. Yes. He asks you if you were with anybody um, who could vouch that you were with them before you were... You were kidnapped just to place your time, the time frame. When I was taken captive, there's no witnesses that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. Uh, shortly before that, 
I was meeting with one of my one of the agents I was had previously. One of your release. One of your separation cases. Yes, one of my separation cases. Now, why were you meeting with them? You were not off the books at this point. You were taking leave. Yes, they asked me as a friend. It was just a casual meetup for a drink. We took a stroll around the park. That's about all we did. Because that was shortly before I was abducted. And who was this uh, This individual? Specialist Fallouge. Okay. And he makes a note of that in the book. Uh-huh. That's all I can tell you. I was walking home from that meeting and... Where did you spend your time when you, when you were abducted? Can you tell us anything about the location? Uh, it was the repair facility storehouse for the aqua rail barges. barges. So it was near the actual attack? Yes. I believe that it where the actual explosion happened is the exact location where I was held. And you said that the individual who kidnapped you was your cousin? Brother. Brother. Did your brother say anything as to why this why he was motivated, what he was thinking? He wanted to show that the council's weak and the elementals should rule. Major Ger- Geary just arches one eyebrow. Fascinating. Yes, I know that he's an elemental. I just said this to him. Did he have any accomplices? Children. <laughs> Very powerful elemental children. Very powerful children. <laughs> elemental. Very powerful proxies. So you're telling me that your brother and... Those are the only ones that I witnessed with my own eyes. Two children. <laughs> children. I'm sure that he had other accomplices. I just cannot name any names because I did not see anybody else. And what were they using as an explosive? I believe he... Called it GX something. Can't remember exactly. I'll make some notes there. So let me understand. What was your relationship like with your brother? We had spoken for the first time in many years a few days ago. And did you reach out to him or did he reach out to you? It was kind of by accident at first, but then he reached out to me. We ran into each other at the park near my home. Okay. And then the next day he showed up to introduce me to children he called his own, but I found that to be a little suspicious. And these are the children? These are the same children, yes. Okay. And you said that they are proxies? Yes. Do you have any reason to suspect that he was lying about the fact that they were his children? Other than the fact that they did not bear any resemblance to him, no. Did they manifest any abilities in front of you? Yes. The first time I met the children in my home, they performed uh, a demonstration where they did some kind of thing over top of a banana that aged it very rapidly. (laughs) Trevor straight up sounds nuts. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. (laughs) And they did this thing with this banana, and it really freaked me out. Yep. Pretty much. It, it rapidly aged the banana. So you're saying that two children came to your house and they had a rotten banana. No, it was a fresh banana that turned rotten in their presence. And then, when I was being held captive, the uh, young lady explained to me that they were speeding up time 
Fascinating. And how were they doing that? She said it was something about combining her fire and his earth abilities to make old bananas. To speed up time. The banana was just a demonstration. And so you only saw the daughter the second time? I only had the opportunity to speak to the daughter the second time. Toller and the boy went on some errand and left the girl to guard me. And you were alone when the police found you? Yes, I was making my escape, and uh, the girl and I had an incident where she fell overboard off the barge, and the barge ran over her. I was on the barge, and the barge went to the next station, and that's where I was arrested. I reported all this to Major Chapin when he first came to question me. All right, sounds good. All right, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break there. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it. So you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. No big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking? You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Uh, Also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. And we're back. So, Major Gary just keeps on taking notes for a few moments. Puts down his pencil, closes up his notebook. All right, well, there is some information that we will have to corroborate. Understandably. I'm going to leave you here for a while. And he leaves you in the uh, in the room. Sam. I need to make sure this is clear. That since the scene where you told me to leave and I said I had business to attend to, this is what I was planning from the beginning. <laughs> Sam goes and finds the closest phone and calls up her previous unit. You hear a voice on the other end of the line. Per council orders, all external phone calls have been cut off. It was only within the hospital. So is it morning now? Sure. If you want to wait around a few hours. All right. Then I'm going to walk into the room where Gaspar and uh, Abel are. Yeah. And uh, is Gaspar awake or asleep? He's asleep. Abel, it's time to go. You sure? Yes. I'm going to take you to those people that I told you about. Okay. So, Abel and I start to leave the hospital. All right. This sounds like you're going to have to be sneaky. Yeah. I think we will attempt to sneak towards the military base. Uh, Go ahead and roll for shade. Five. So it is not me. Yanni is shade. Shade, do you want to go back to the military base? I have explained to shade my intention to return Abel to... The people who can teach him how to maim, murder, and you don't—you don't have to talk to me. You have to convince Shade here. Shade, these are the people who can properly train this one. Can we have some fun with them first? We don't want fun with this one. I think we might. He can cause lots of fun. He can cause fun, but we don't want to be the ones holding this tool. I'm not sure about that. Do you know how powerful he is? 
I know he's powerful enough to kill me. I can kill you. But you won't. Neither will he. We don't know that. Sure we do. So who are you talking to? Why are you just standing there? I'm having a conversation with my elemental. You can do that? You've never tried? No. I, I didn't even know that was such a, something you could do. See, we can teach him. It's easy. Just think. <laughs> I want breakfast. We'll get breakfast where we're going, but think inward and focus your thoughts. Your elemental can hear you. I think she wants to know where we're going. I'm going to take you to the people who can train you, who can teach you how to kill. I thought you could teach me. We can. I may not have the time for you. You mean you lied to me? I said that I can get you the training, not that I would do it myself. You were nobody. See, he wants us to teach him. How about we start here, and we'll see what we find on the way. We'll teach him something on the way. I will definitely show you something fun on the way. I don't, I don't want to go. If it's not you, I'm going to go back upstairs. You don't want to be with that old man. You definitely don't want to stick around with your father. We would be way more fun. <laughs> I don't know about that. Right, now, can Shade do your actions without you doing them? Like, your special abilities? I, I believe so, yes. So Shade has the ability to... I think all elementals have the ability to... Yeah, because we figured that out. Because we knew that the, we when, knew that my abilities came from Shade. Yeah, because yeah, when Choler was knocked out, the elemental still... Yes, control controlled his body. Yeah. That is correct. Well, influenced his body. Yeah, was yeah. able to Motor do motive. his powers. Well, then Shade uh, casts darkness. Okay, so you're just in like this empty pool with Abel. Oh, okay. Because yeah, since the abilities come from Shade, Shade is the, I'm the one who has to expend an effort. Yes, the yes. elemental does not. It yes. is natural for the uh -huh. elemental. Yes, remember you are a proxy. Yes, the whole power comes from the elemental. Yeah. And Shade turns turns it black. So, just to make sure I heard that right, Abel, or something spoke out of Abel's mouth with a dark chuckle, and a, I'm not sure about that. Mm -hmm. And then Shade turns out the lights. Mm -hmm. Sam is going to grab Abel by the... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sam is going to pretty much end up in the same situation. We ended up in the previous night with a knife at the kid's throat and holding him. It's going to be my attempt. Is my knife at his throat? No, because you're sinking into the into the concrete. But am I, am I still holding onto him? No. So I never got a hold of him? No. What are you doing? Why did you make it dark? Say, show you what kind of fun we can have. Because you said you wanted to have fun. I mean, how fast am I sinking? Well, you're sinking up to your knees, but then all of a sudden you're starting to feel like mud crawling up your chest, like past your belt. And you're not very tall, so this is happening very quickly. Correct. So it is a, it is an obvious attempt on my life. Can I just go back upstairs? Not if you want to learn. I, I had agreed that you could come with us. But are you going to teach me what I can? And you start feeling it, like making a circle around your throat. I will teach you what I can. How long will that take? What I can teach cannot be quickly learned. We can take as long as you like. It's starting to tense. 
saying that we're not going to go talk to anybody else, right? I like him. We will only talk to those who need to be involved. You start feeling like okay, heavy so, crystals forming on your lips. So am I able to speak still? Yeah. Okay. Yes, you will come with us and we will teach you. The, the choking sensation stops. All of a sudden it feels like you're rising up like on a slow elevator. You're able to spit the salt out of your mouth. <clears throat> At that point, Sam will step closer. Abel. What are you doing? I'm going to start teaching you. How far does the, the blackness... It is... Feet or something? Uh, four meters, so yeah, 12 feet. Okay, so he's actually, like... His voice sounds far away now. Stepped out of the, the, the area of darkness. Okay, so I'm just walking towards him. Yeah. So you're able to exit the, the darkness as well. Mm-hmm. So am I close to him now? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to reach for his shirt. Is that going to be a roll? Yeah, go ahead and make a physique roll. So, not reflexes? Or, yeah, reflexes, excuse me. Okay. Five. Okay. I'm just going to go ahead and just step away a little bit more. What are you trying to do? I was going to let you know to never do that again. Learning will end really fast. You sure you want to kill me? I'm positive. Turns around without a word and walks right back into the hospital. Okay. Then Sam, at that point, decides to head home. Okay. Don't worry. I'll see him again. I know we will. Let's go ahead and call that a scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sam's gonna murk a little kid. <laughs> Should just let me shoot him in the head. Well, actually, Shade was looking out for your best interests there because if there's a gunshot in the middle of a curfew, <laughs> that's going to yeah, get some yeah, very probably. unwelcome attention right there. Probably. All right. So, Julian, uh, you, yes. you have reached your home. Mm-hmm. 7 a.m. 7 a.m. So he's going to wait a couple hours and just take a look out his window and see if he notices a pattern to any um, military patrols, anything like that, that are trying to enforce the curfew. And if he can determine when the best opportunity to leave, he's going to scribble down a note and try and leave it at the drop point for Tari. Okay. Because I think that's when they met, she gave him a drop point. Yes, sir. If he wanted to contact her, and she would be able to respond somehow. Um, we're going to go ahead and say that it is the drop point is a uh, like a bench in a park, and you just tape you have to like fix the card to the bottom of it with like some tape. Okay. It seems like the patrols are moving in twenty minute waves. So can I increase my chances of being able to sneak through because being able to investigate that? So if I Make an investigation roll. Could that help my sneak roll later on? Sure. All right. So rolling investigation then. Because um, you're looking around to see how yeah, cautious 15, you have to be. Uh, 20. So that's a successful roll. Okay. All right. So bolstered with that and also the heat vision, which is not going to wear off until sometime around midnight. He's going to try and make his way to the park. Okay. Go ahead and make a sneak roll. Oh, gosh, you got to be kidding. Not so sneaky, sneaky. Eight. Yeah, that's not very sneaky at all. So you're not able to go through 
the town as quickly as you would like. It seems like the twenty minute route was just in your area. Yeah. And as you're moving closer towards where the incident happened, the patrols are picking up. Um, also, you see some like police vehicles or military vehicles going through that says, "Remain in your house. This is not a test." You know, just that kind of. Oh, he's gonna take his time and still try and do that because I mean he's got nothing else. Right. So, however long it takes him to do it, that's what he's gonna try and do. Okay. Uh, so it's going to take you a couple hours, but you're able to get there. Okay. And uh, then I have to get back. Yeah. Go ahead and make a sneak roll to get back. Oh, much better. You're able to get back in a lot faster time. Now that you know the pattern <laughs> yeah. of what's going on, you're able to, to, to go with the flow a lot easier. Okay. He's actually going to go not back to his apartment. He's going to go to the first floor apartment, uh, Miss Guinness. Okay. Because he knows she has a TV. All right. And he's going to try and say, I need to watch what's going on in okay. news reports. One channel is running. It is the information channel. Okay. The public knowledge that you need to know. The Spin knowledge, doctors. The knowledge that... Everything is fine. That really? That's no. what it says? <laughs> Gosh. That's what it says a lot of times. It right. says, but it's like, it's got like, uh, have you ever seen public access TV where they show the, uh, like, local criminals to look out for, like, wanted for mm-hmm. burglary? You know, stuff like that. Um, public announcements from the council, um... So it's you know all fluff and nonsense for the most part. More news about the wonderful things that the council is doing to bring joy and prosperity to the lives of the citizens of Consiglio and North Valsara. All that stuff. Today, it's mostly just like information about the bombings, like what's going on. Like so, they are saying it's a, it was a bombing. They are saying that it is a unorganized attack on the liberties of the people of Consiglio. They're saying that anybody who has any further information about accomplices who might have gone away uh, speak to the military directly. Okay, I was going to say, are they blaming it on terrorists or are they blaming it on Centauro? They are saying that it was people who are against freedom. He's keeping an ear out also for if anybody's going to pass by because Miss Guinness's apartment is right it's like the it's on the first floor you'd have to pass her apartment to get anywhere in that building so he's keeping an ear out for if he hears anybody passing because there shouldn't be during lockdown right so a few hours of the information network council information network c-i-n-c-i-n Information Network. I was going to say. I was going to say Council Information Agency, but. (laughs) The Information Network brought to you strictly by the Council. Sin brought to you by the Council. (laughs) (laughs) All the information you will know. (laughs) You know, honestly, it's great for Sin that this is all happening because there is a mandated if your TV is on during a day. You have to spend at least 75% of your time into this channel. <laughs> and it monitors. Every time you get off that 75, it flips back automatically. Yeah. Julian doesn't have a TV, though. He doesn't have no, a, no. a TV. He doesn't have a phone. Well, he has a phone. It's just unplugged. Anyway, a couple of hours pass, and there's a knock on the door. On Ms. Uh, Guinness's door? Mm, yes. Okay. 
Well, Julian is going to go around the edge of the like door behind the door, mm-hmm. um, and he's going to put his hand on his pistol, and then he's going to point Miss Guinness at the door. Poor Miss Guinness, caught in a firefight. All she wanted to do. Even if she's not going to firefight, just the way he's acting, you know? Yeah. No, she's she has been helping me for years. Yeah. She opens the door, and it's a older lady. And she says, I'm sorry, I was looking for Julian Ilix. A friend of his sent me. Gonna draw the pistol, put it in the pocket of his coat. Okay. And then step around. Uh, it's the old lady who was outside of Katari's. <laughs> okay. He's like, hey, where, where's your little dog, your friend? He wasn't able to make it. You need to come right away. Katari sent me. You know the city's on lockdown. I do, yes. You have a route? And where where am I going? We're going to the hospital. Hospital? Gaspar Neri is dead. How? I was just there. The city's supposed to be on lockdown. He had dirt in his lungs. Alright, lead the way. You should have shot him in the head. You should have. <laughs> Should have ganked the kid. <laughs> Should have ganked the so, kid. So, yeah. Now we're going to have to find him and gank him later. <laughs> yeah. Recruit <laughs> him. He's going to say, lead the way. Back door is this way. Okay. We're not going out the front. And then he points that direction, and does, does the lady start to head off towards the back door? Yes. Okay. He's going to turn around to Miss Guinness and say, there may be a small framed gentleman that comes this way. If I'm not back in like 36 hours. It's not a. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's accurate. That's it's accurate. accurate. But it's just not a phrase you like ever think of hearing. <laughs> there there may a be a short guy. dude. Yeah. Comes, yeah, short guy or. But I'm five or four, large frame. pounds. I'm like, I'm pretty tiny. Yeah, yeah, I know. But it's just like, it's just that phrase. It's just pretty funny. Yeah. If he comes by and I have not returned. Just let him know where I have gone. No one else should be coming into this building. If they do, you stay behind locked doors. Understood. He gives her a nod and heads off towards the back door. Okay. There. So how's your day at the firehouse going? Exhausting. What have you been up to? Helping people get settled in. (laughs) The firehouse is being used as a safe house for people whose houses have been flooded or whatever. Uh, but who should come to the firehouse but Katari? She doesn't know what I look like, though. Yeah. Correct. She comes to the door, and while you're working in, uh, about midway through the, the, the main bay of the firehouse, you can hear a higher feminine voice saying, Are you looking for Jerland? It's rather important. I glance over my shoulder discreetly. I go to hand someone a blanket or something and, like, look out of the corner of my eye. Oh, it's Katari. And then I just head towards a back room that people aren't allowed in unless they work at the firehouse. Hey, Jer! Someone's coming to see you! That's the chief. Don't go back there yet. (laughs) She said it's important. I keep going through the door. Uh... (laughs) Like I didn't hear a thing. What's in the room? Uh, it's actually a hallway back to uh, firefighters' quarters and offices. Okay. 
So you hear the door open behind you. Jer, did you hear me? Keep going like I don't hear a thing. <laughs> just nonchalant. Just don't quicken my pace or slow it. Just keep going like I haven't heard a thing. Ma'am, I'm going to need you to wait right here. I'll be right back. And so will Jer. <laughs> Goes into the bathroom, locks the door. Well, so this is complicated because you can do that. I will not interfere with your character agency in doing that. But I will point out that this is a building full of axes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mostly just trying to gain time to think and for him to use the restroom. Okay. But mostly time to think. So it's another his, two. His brain, is, <laughs> his brain has been taxed. He's been up for over 24 hours. Jer, I know you're in there. Occupado. <laughs> I know you're in there. There's a reason I'm in here. Well, I'll be waiting for you when you come out. It's kind of weird, but okay. <laughs> I like Jer. <laughs> I'm trying to think about how he's going to deal with this person who saw him with a different face. And a chief who knows your regular face. Yes. So you put yourself in a bit of trouble yeah. there. You come up and make her think that you, you're not the droid she's looking for. <laughs> That's the other part of the the other side of the coin. You can coin. try that. I, I doubt that'll work. But. Yeah. This is why I didn't want you to reveal who I was. I have a feeling that it wouldn't have mattered at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to Many Jedi things. mind trigger. Okay. I'm not the droid you're looking for. Washing the hands. The water Taking one. my sweet time about it. Okay. Opens it. Can I help you? It's the chief standing right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have somebody who's looking for you. They said it's important. Really? Did they say what it's about? They said it was something about a friend of yours. Okay. Go up right. And you see Katai. Uh, ma'am, here's here's Mr. Lan. He just looks at her. Doesn't say a thing. But she look, looks you up and down and she said, I'm sure about Gaspar, Mary. What about him? He died. Ow. It looks like it was murder. Didn't stop all of them. Would you please come to the hospital? Hoping to get some sleep. Okay, let's go. And so, we have two people heading off to the hospital. And we're going to go ahead and take a break at this point. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you have a good one. Thank you for listening to Bone Growers Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at bonethrowerstheater, and also you can look us up on Facebook. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production. <laughs>